Hello, my beautiful light beings. Welcome back to the Wild Woman Motherhood Podcast, where we explore the wild world of parenting, relationships, and self-healing, consciously navigating the triggers and traumas of our life to create a more aligned tomorrow. Hello, and welcome back to Wild Woman Motherhood. Jess here. And I am so grateful to have you here. Uh, It's been a few weeks since I've done any new episodes um, because I've had had a lot going on in my life. Um, Some ups and downs and I've just, I've had a rough go around the holidays and into January. So I took a little break from new episodes and I posted a couple from my Holistic Frugivore podcast and carried those over here. So today is inspired a little bit from my experiences over the past few months and really my experiences with relationships um, and the spiritual world, like the spiritual community or a little bit of the new age community dynamics. And I want to discuss discuss unconditional love versus authentic love because I feel like there's this big trend lately in terms of flipping to the complete opposite spectrum of the, the loving dynamics in which many of us were raised, myself included. Um, I've been caught up in this dynamic myself, which is why I'm speaking to it. Like I said, I always speak to things that I've dealt with personally, and I'm speaking my, my truth on that topic. So being raised in a, in a, in an environment where I felt I always received very conditional love based off of good performance or behaving well, or looking pretty or whatever it may be, it was always based on a certain type of performance um, or expectation that an adult has for me. That love came when I performed to their expectations. Okay, that is a conditional love and that is a very common human ba- human form of love. I would say a good majority of, a majority of us have been raised in this environment. And this is particularly why I do not use rewards and punishment-based dynamics with my children. Of course, I still struggle with it because I've been raised in that environment. So it's often a very, it's a very quick, instinctual type mindset that we have to try to unlearn us from. So we have to really unlearn that way of, of being and receiving in order to work into a more authentic love. But many have now gone on the very opposite side of the spectrum and this idea of unconditional love is very common, especially within the spiritual community. Now, obviously, unconditional is the opposite of conditional, right? So that's why that term, that's where that term has kind of come from, is unconditional love. However, 
unconditional love does not mean accepting everything that a partner gives you regardless of how it makes you feel or how it affects the relationship. Accepting absolutely everything from a partner simply because you perceive it as unconditional love is actually highly toxic to yourself more than anything. Because that can teach an individual to accept toxic behavior from somebody because they perceive that as, as, as unconditional love. Like, you need to accept me for everything that I am or you are conditionally loving me. No, because if you feel forced to accept a person regardless of how they treat you, then you're accepting, in many situations, toxic behavior trauma-bonded behavior, abuse of some kind, um, and the partner who is pushing you to accept them because it's unconditional love is usually someone who is very wounded from conditional love in their childhood. So they've gone the opposite spectrum and are now ordering their partner to accept them for everything that they are otherwise it's conditional love. There's a very thin line of conditional to unconditional love. And there are parameters that still need to be set. And these parameters are boundaries. And I personally dealt with this in many of my relationships, actually. Um, and now I'm coming to understand how important these boundaries are to set and hold because once you can set those parameters of the relationship um, it becomes much more conducive between you so if you both are on, are on the same page of how to show up for the other person and what lines not to cross you're going to set yourselves up for a much more successful relationship. Um, and those, those parameters are going to vary from couple to couple, obviously, because everybody is different in how they, how they, how they wish to receive love, how they interact with other people. So being able to have, compatibility with the person is the first step in finding a, a truly unconditional relation, unconditional loving relationship without accepting toxic behavior. So knowing that you are compatible, you have similar, similar life goals, similar joys and, and pastimes, um, and similar ideas about the world that kind of compatibility is going to set you up in a much more positive way to avoid this push and pull of you need to accept me for how I am, otherwise you are only conditionally loving me. The relationship needs to start off in a way that is authentic. Both individuals coming in authentically, not showing up in a way of trying to attract love. 
And this is that key aspect of the beginning of relationships that will really make or break you. Um, and personally, why I have such an issue with all of these dating apps. Um, because what's happening is people are presenting themselves in whatever way that they feel like is going to attract them love. Or attract them the most op options of a partner or the most partners to go on dates with. It's become more, how many people can I attract to me and increase my chance of finding love versus being authentic in how you present yourself and, and attracting the right kind of partner to you. Not just taking any, any, any connection that will come and seem right to you. That compatibility is ex extremely important. So, one example would be if, if you start to date a person and you both agree that you don't want to smoke or drink or whatever it may be. You're both non-smokers and that is, a, that is agreed upon and you both have those standards for the other person. And then the other person starts to go out drinking and smoking and partying. The, part, the other partner can absolutely then go to the, that partner who is now smoking and drinking and partying and say, hey, this isn't okay anymore. If this is the life that you wish to live and you wish to go down this route, you can go do that. However, it is not conducive to our relationship and the dynamics that we had agreed on. So there begins to draw that new boundary, allowing the other partner to know that that boundary is still there, that boundary that you had agreed upon. And they can either choose to come back and abide by that with the other partner, or they can choose to go a different way. That partner can't, uh, should not all of a sudden say, hey, this is me. You need to accept me for all of this that I'm doing. Otherwise, you don't really love me. Okay? That is where the tox that unconditional loving perception can become quite toxic. And it's difficult as humans because we have such a wide range of toxic behaviors that we have learned since childhood. And these toxic behaviors are really, for the most part, defense mechanisms. Behaviors that we have learned in order to be able to survive in a world that is toxic. <laughs> in many ways possible. I mean, it's rare to find anybody who, I would say it's impossible, to find a person who was not raised in in a household that didn't inflict some sort of trauma or wound on them. It's, it's unfortunately, the human journey at this time involves traumas. And then being able to acknowledge and heal through these traumas so that we don't continue to carry this into parenting or relationships and down the generations as we've felt up till now. So we are working to break these toxic dynamics. And while the concept of unconditional love is absolutely good, it is love is the frequency of the universe. We are created in a love frequency. 
Love is a frequency of energy at which we vibrate. However, this idea of unconditional love as accepting a person the way they are no matter what, at all costs, you're always going to make it work no matter what, that is toxic. Um, and I'm going to say this again, that is precisely why I decided to leave my marriage. Not because I'm going to blame that person and say that they were toxic or be a victim in that circumstance. It's because I started to understand these ideas and knowing that in order to make a relationship work sometimes, you feel like you're compromising parts of yourself in order to fit into the little bubble of expectations in that relationship. However, if that is no longer conducive to the life that you wish to lead, live and the person you wish to be, then you need to leave that relationship. You can't continue to force yourself to fit into that box simply because you've been together for so long or simply in order to make your partner happy. Because you are compromising your own soul, your own heart center, your own love of yourself in order to seek their acceptance in the relationship. The main, the, one of the main things we need to understand when it comes to love and relationship is that if you are not in love with who you are and how you behave and show up in the world, that doesn't mean career, necessarily money, all that stuff. Who you are and who you show up as. How you behave in the world. How you behave in your relationship and as a parent. If you are not in love with yourself in those ways, then that relationship will not work. It cannot work because you're compromising parts of yourself. And that will often be both ways. If one partner is compromising themselves, the other person probably is as well. It just means you're no longer compatible. And that's okay. Many relationships come in order to teach us and help us grow. And then they will end so that you can find a relationship that is now conducive with your frequency as you shift in your spiritual growth. That's okay. If you can grow together with your partner fully and you are fully there for each other within each other's growth and you grow together that's beautiful but I would say that's the rarity so just know that if your relationship feels like it is no longer compatible then let it go once you let that go you're going to shift your frequency and allow in a more authentically compatible love that is perfect for you. It is not about finding that perfect person. We need to exit that idea of finding the perfect partner, ticking all the boxes of this person, of who we have in her mind, of the way that they're supposed to be, what they're supposed to look like, the job they're supposed to have, ticking all the boxes. That is not going to get you anywhere. It will make, might find you a partner. It might find you a husband. But that is not an authentic love. 
and it will likely not last. It always begins with yourself. It doesn't mean that you can't find love unless you fully love yourself. It means that you need to really be in a space where you are in love with who you are right now and who you're striving to be. No one is perfect and no one will always be at the point that they wish that they want to be, that they're happy with. But as long as you continue to show up for yourself and are confident and strong in who you are and how you show up in a relationship, then that will set you up to succeed with a partner and in life. So if you need to be alone in order to really find that love for yourself again, then do it. Do it as long as you need to. Until you have that full confidence in joining with a partner, setting boundaries with that partner, and building a life with that partner. Do we give each other grace with mistakes in relationship? Absolutely. But that doesn't mean accepting toxic behavior and continuing to accept that same toxic behavior without changing behaviors. There needs to be an acceptance of that toxic dynamic and striving to change that dynamic for the future. Not saying you need to accept me for how I am or too bad. Okay? I think that's pretty much all I'm going to say on that today. So thank you so much for joining me today. Um, I have just started a Patreon page. Um, I'm going to have the link below. I am really hoping to create this wild motherhood support community with, with all of these concepts of, of breaking down these generational traumas and childhood wounds that we've been raised with and being able to break down these walls and be able to heal in community. Because when we heal in community, we get this strength in, in, in group. There's a, there's a much greater strength in that community than just doing it on our own. Simply being able to bring ideas into someone else and allowing them to just hold your hand through the process or give advice when you want it. Having this support of motherhood is really what sets us up to succeed as parents and in, in society. Us as mothers have felt so alone for a very long time now in the current fast-paced society and I really think that needs to change. We need to be there for each other. We need to have the support system and hopefully sometime in the future be able to meet in person and what as well. So I would love for you to go over to my Patreon page, um, join the group. I'm going to start adding um, tarot and energy readings as well, some chakra readings. Um, I'm going to try to do weekly or um, monthly meditation groups just to help realign ourselves, bring in light energy, healing energy, and just bounce ideas as a group. Allow that open space for, for healing, for letting out anything that you need, unlearning all of these toxic dynamics that we've been raised to accept. 
So thank you so much for being here. I would love if you would come join us over on the Patreon page. I would love to get that built up as well. So um, thank you so much. Love and gratitude.